Hey, I want to welcome you. And uh, this podcast title today is Thoughts to Live By. It's some um, some things I want to share with you of a book I wrote some years ago, starting when I used to mentor students, but it was also a gathering of, of many things that I wrote personally through the many mentors I had through the years of having a happier, peaceful, more successful life. And I think we all want to do that. So Many of the thoughts I'm going to say to you, you probably know them already. However, like exercise, it's not just knowing what you should do, but practicing, just like diet. You have to know that uh, eating cheeseburgers and chicken wings every day is not going to give you the optimal body. Maybe if you had like, you know, two chicken wings and a third of a slice of pizza, it might be okay. But but you get the point. Uh, we have to... Um, purposely want to be happy in life, it all starts with a choice. But remember, our brains uh, are great computers. It keeps giving us back the information we feed it. So why that's important to know is it doesn't know whether your brain doesn't know whether you want something or don't want something. It just keeps giving you more of what you're thinking about. You ever hear that old joke? Stop thinking about blue elephants, blue elephants, blue elephants. What are you thinking about? Blue elephants. So if you want to uh, get rid of bad things that you're doing, stop thinking about them. Stop thinking about eating certain foods, behaving certain ways. Start feeding your brain in the direction of, of something you already exist to have, mentally or physically, and focus on that. So in layman's terms, we can quickly change our perceptions when we think of the person that we would like to be instead of the person that we don't want to be. Stop thinking about the person you don't want to be. Think about the person you want to be. Think about the behavior patterns that you want to embrace in your life. Now, it's not easy because life is a grind. I can't watch the news for more than 10 minutes without getting affected by it. There are a lot of things that happen. I know like uh, myself and many of you listening to this, we did not have great, perfect childhoods. We had bad things happen to us. We had things, bad things happen to us as, an, as adults. So what do we do about that? Do we uh, embrace the challenges? Do we overcome them? Do we think of them that no matter what happens, we can find a solution and carry on no matter how terrible things are? You can decide to do that. I know right now as we're speaking, I'm in a lot of pain because apparently I was working out too hard. I pinched some nerves and I'm just whew, not feeling my optimal self. But I'm trying to consistently put the podcast out there for my listener audience. We speak about my financial business, entertainment, and I try and have guests and subjects that we can all uh, learn to listen to in a positive note, whether we're driving, listening, or sitting down. So our thoughts can really dictate whether we're happy or not. In other words, we decide, like Abraham Lincoln said, people are just about as happy as they'd like to be. But being happy is certainly a choice. And I think being happy is also pursuing worthy goals. And when you pursue worthy goals, you don't just think about them. You write them down. You come up with a plan to execute them. And as you are striving towards the process, not the end result, that will make us happy. If you don't have any goals or things that you want to uh, track and achieve in life and you're not going after it, it's going to be hard to be happy in my opinion. So start off simply with a pad and paper. What would you like to do? What are you willing to do to get there? And why do you want to do it? If you want to be 
uh, for example, lighter in weight or in better in shape, what are you willing to do? Are you willing to follow a diet? Are you willing to exercise? Are you willing to understand that it is a grind? It is not a quick fix scheme. Everyone gets bogged down on take this pill or do this for 30 days and you're going to have the optimal body. Boy, I wish that were true. <laughs> just like, hey, just medicate, uh, meditate these things 10 times every day and you'll never have any problems again. Well, that's just not how it works. So deciding to be happy comes uh, as a matter of choice, but you have to be actively pursuing uh, goals and things that you want in life. Otherwise, it's going to be difficult to be happy when you're not pursuing things that make you happy. Does that make sense? I don't know. You could be listening to saying, yeah, I know all this, Denny. You may know all this, and I know a lot of things, but do I practice everything that I know? No, I don't. <laughs> so being happy is a choice. When you wake up in the morning, typically the first few minutes, you're going to decide what kind of day you want to have, or the night before that you go to sleep, you can decide what kind of day you're having the next day. You can say, I'm going to be happy in spite of all things. And the reason I'm going to be happy is I want to achieve the certain uh, things by tomorrow. And if I don't achieve them, I'm going to try again the next day. Now, I had a mentor that told me never use the word try. You either do or you don't. <laughs> and the great Jim Rohn always said, uh, if you really want something bad enough, you'll figure it out. And if you don't, you'll figure an excuse. I have a partner who's a very successful, he has a great business, and he always, I've quoted him, there's, there's three types of people. Those who make things happen, those who make excuses as to why things can't happen, and number three, those who wonder what happened. So happiness is a choice. I'm a man of faith. I believe God has given me more blessings than I deserve, but I do embrace them. I'm grateful for them. And happiness is not always the easiest thing when dealing with other human beings because uh, they, uh, they don't follow that William James quote that we can alter our life greatly by improving our, our attitudes and our minds. So let's focus on that on a daily basis. Let's not focus on traffic. Let's not focus on the news. And remember that uh, results are typically attached to the future that doesn't exist. We can only control today what we're doing now and what we're planning to do. Our yesterdays, we certainly can learn from them. Doesn't mean we have to keep playing them over and over like a tired loop. You know, I have a saying that it's okay to be stupid in life. I've been stupid many times, but it's not okay to remain stupid. <laughs> if, you, um, if you find you did some things that were stupid, correct them, move on. I know for me personally, in interpersonal relationships, I care very little about being right. I care about being at peace and sometimes allowing other people to be right is the best way to diffuse the situation. And of course, I have not always practiced this. I need to practice on my attitude when I'm confronted with people whose, let's say, mouthwash isn't working. I didn't say this was all going to be easy, but it can be simple. So if we can practice every day what kind of day we, we want to have and how happy or successful we would like to be, that's a starting point. And then also start uh, documenting what it is that you, you, you try and want to do. Failure is necessary to succeed. I always love the story with Thomas Edison where they say, I don't know if it's true or not, that he actually uh, failed 10,000 times before the light bulb. 
Is that true? Man, I would have stopped after 500. I don't know. Or um, or uh, Colonel Sanders, he was turned down for the uh, famous fried chicken so many times, but he kept going and going and going and going. Now, Dalai Lama is a, is a, is a man who, who taught many people, and he always uh, said that we have more things in common than we have differences. We all come into the world the same way, and we leave the same way. So we have to ask ourselves, if we're not happy, who gets the credit for us to remain in that state? I'm not saying you're not going to be angry sometimes, that you're not going to be moody. God knows I'm an artistic uh, man that uh, has many passions, and I have to govern them accordingly. So, uh, you know, I think believing in God and Christ is a great way to start. It teaches you humility. It teaches you love. And, um, you know, this life goes around once. So you better take advantage of it and don't waste it by not being happy. So the next topic I want to talk about, and it's if you're a goal-driven person, of course you set high standards. Of course you have high expectations. But sometimes that can get the best or worst of us. What I mean by that is a lot of people have unrealistic expectations. They want the results of another person who is willing to do a lot more than we were willing to do. But we want the same results. Again, life is a grind. It's a slow grind. Often what we're doing today will not even be reflected or rewarded to us until down the road. That's true in our finance. That's true in our dietary and exercise habits. It doesn't happen overnight. It's impossible to remain positive all the time. It's impossible to, uh, you know, shoo away negativity because it's all around us. But the expectation part, you know, cut yourself some slack. Stop comparing yourself to others that were willing to work 12, 14, 15 hour days and they they received and were rewarded with the results that we want. We didn't put into 12, 14 hour days. Day dead. Now, not everything takes that kind of time frame, but believe me, folks, when competing in this fast world that we live in now that's gotten smaller and smaller, um, yeah, there's a lot of uh, competition going on, and we have to keep our expectations in check. You know, we can't expect things to come by easily to us. I think the vast majority of the people that we try and be like in this population is probably more like 5 to 10%. Doesn't mean that the other 90 or 80% doesn't matter, but if we're trying to model ourselves among the top achievers out there, we have to really look at what they did to get there. Now, why is that important? Because we need to keep our expectations in check. If we're not doing the work, don't expect the results. I mean, whether whether it's being rich or famous, a lot of things we can't control. I, I love golf. Would I love to play like Tiger Woods? Even in his worst day, I'd love to play like him but it's never going to happen. He had a gift, however. He hit thousands and thousands of balls. He he put in so much work, it'd be ridiculous for us to think that we can play like him uh, without doing the work that he did. So set your goals, have realistic expectations. Do not have unrealistic expectations. Don't expect to have a low body fat if you're still eating fried foods and you're not exercising enough. It's just not going to happen. Because remember, life is not fair. 
If it were, we'd all have the same huge big bank account. We'd all have the same lifestyles. And that's just not how it is. I, I'm here to remind you because I have to remind myself. If I want to be happy and successful, I want to keep my expectations in check. Plain and simple. If I don't do that, I'm fooling myself. Because happiness and success does not happen by chance. It is a, uh, a planned outcome that we put forth the effort and it happens on a day-to-day -day basis. And remember, Earl Nightingale, which is one of the great mentors I used to listen to, he always said that, um, you know, you have to be prepared for opportunity. That's what really defines luck. When preparedness meets opportunity. You can have the best opportunity in the world, but if you're not prepared, it really doesn't matter much, does it? So keep your expectations in check. Here's another thing. Having faith, I'm a man of faith. I feel bad for those who do not believe in God or Christ. I'm not saying that atheists are, you know, misguided, terrible, none of that stuff, because I've met some atheists that live every moment and they value it because they think this is as, as good as it gets and they don't want to waste time in negative behaviors and things that are not congruent to a great lifestyle. But having faith is, believe for me, I believe in the almighty creator that everything's going to be okay, no matter what. It's in God's hands. <laughs> I could want things quicker or sooner or easier, but maybe that's not what God wants. You have to have faith if you're doing the right things, that, that the right things will happen to you in time. Change your behavior, change your habits, break your old thought processes, cut yourself some slack, and feed your brain with the right mentality and have the right faith that things are going to be okay. They don't happen overnight. You have to put the work in there. Are you willing to learn? Are you willing to admit that maybe your point of view is not really what's happening? I know that I said earlier, I want to be more at peace. I don't have to be right. And a lot of times I question my own perception. Is this what re is really happening right now? Or is it my learned behavior or my own garbage that's getting in the way of the reality? Am I blaming this person or misunderstanding them because of my own misguided belief systems? Am I willing to listen to what they have to say with an open ear? Do I have faith that God is in control of everything? Okay. A good mental state of mind helps you have a good attitude. Having good faith reminds us that things can be okay and this world is out of our control in many ways. And whatever happens, we have to be able to deal with it. Some of you might be listening going, what the heck is this guy talking about? But if you really uh, accept some of the thoughts that I'm telling you, you'll know that they hold to be true. Having a good attitude, having faith, having the right mindset, having the right habits, and doing the work day in and day out will ultimately achieve whatever happiness and success and peacefulness that you're looking to get in this world. And again, I think most of my listeners, that's what we want. We want optimistic, peaceful, happy lives. You don't have to wait till tomorrow. You can start right now. You can start jotting down some things you'd like to achieve, but have faith because God, God is, is a merciful, uh, blessing God. And without God, I'm sorry. I, I don't have my faith in the world and manhood like most people would like to do. Now, 
Along with all this, remember that we're all human beings. Now, what, what are we human beings? We're, we're energetic, but we're also moody human beings. We have good moods, bad moods. A lot of things can affect our moods. Did we get enough sleep? Are we eating the right foods? Did we get enough exercise? Did we have an argument? Do we talk to ourselves about having a good mood? Like, hey, today I'm going to have a great day no matter what happens. Do we say this to ourselves? We should. I remember one of my favorite authors, Richard Carlson, who wrote the book, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, died at a young age of, of, of a heart attack. How terrible. This guy led a peaceful life, helped millions, and his, his own wife could not understand how uh, it was so unfair. But in his book, I really learned that we have to control our moods on a day-to-day -day basis, sometimes on an hourly basis, depending on what's going on in our life. In other words, maybe in an hour or two, things will be different. Maybe in a day or two, things will be different. My zodiac sign is cancer. We're very artistic, but guess what? We're coded as the moodiest sign out there. Doesn't make us bipolar or anything. If you're artistic, you're going to have mood swings. If you're a human being, you're going to have mood swings. So what we have to do is, you know, don't make uh, big decisions when we're having a bad mood or when we're too high, you know, in a good mood, because um, you want to be kind of in the middle of a like a good golf shot, not extreme right, not extreme left. But our moods will change. It'll change from the weather, what we ate, who we're around, how cold we are. Believe me, you're not alone if you find that sometimes your moods seem like they're out of control. They can happen easily. So if you're in a bad mood, that's okay. Let it run its course. Try not to talk to too many people. And when, you're, when, and when it's done, get back into your good mood. You may find that uh, sometimes... Being in a bad mood or slightly depressed, not fully, is a good thing because then you can appreciate when you're in a good mood. Nothing ever lasts forever. The good, the bad, the ugly. They come, they go. Do we keep holding on to it or do we learn from it and embrace the day? So when the moods come and go, take a mental picture of, of, of the good mood that you like to be. Focus on that and you'll see how the bad mood will somehow find its way outside the door. But the universe is, is a, a, a constant change. You have to embrace changes in life. We have to embrace... I'm not going to say that you can totally control what your moods are going, going to be or what's happening around around you, but what we can do is deal with them in a more positive way rather than a negative way. I don't think uh, negativity helps anyone. Leads me to another topic that's very important, and that is how we handle criticism. How we handle criticism should be equal to how we handle praise because they're two-edged swords. You know, people just love to criticize by nature, but is it really that important what many people think about us? I mean, our family maybe, our close friends, but many people's opinion and criticisms I, I'm always amazed how they volunteer it freely. Like, I could never be a critic for a living. I think that's a horrible <laughs> job. Hi, my job is to criticize everything that I come across. And I want to share that with you and tell you how terrible this is. I wouldn't want to be a critic. I, I know I used to watch those film critics. Some of them were brutal, but 
I want to remind everyone that criticism, remember, is somebody's opinion. And like praise, don't get too caught up in it. People are going to have opinions of what you look like, how you speak, how you act, where you are in your life. It's just their opinion. Few critical people come across as uplifting, like, hey, I'd like to share something with you to help you. No, it's like, can I tell you something about you that I dislike? Well, sure, knock yourself out. I've been, I've been looking for you all day. I'm so glad we have this moment. Please tell me all the bad things about me so I can improve myself and make you happy. <laughs> I don't know. Um, criticism, I, you know, I used to care more about it in the past than I do now because people that constantly criticize are typically not happy themselves. They don't work on themselves. I know I'm a work in progress, so I try not to let criticism get the best of me, okay? I don't have a PhD from Harvard, or, or, or I don't have a medical degree, but I have a degree in, in being a human being and experience, and many years of research, which tells me that if I paid attention to criticism, I would not be happy. I can certainly learn from it, and if someone is indeed trying to help you and give you pointers on a personal note, I'm all ears, but don't get caught on criticism. Same thing with those who like to blame others for their shortcomings. Blaming another person, it, I don't know, it's kind of like drinking poison and hoping that it affects them and, and not you. Um, blame is a terrible habit because we're all responsible for where we are in our life. If we're not as far as we want to be, ultimately, it's our fault. It's our... It's, the actions and thoughts that we put in place. Now, many times we can get unlucky, and that's just the way it is. But to blame other people for our shortcomings or why we don't have certain things and pointing that finger outward instead of inward is not how many successful, happy people live their lives. It's the truth. I have many great partners. I've formed Artachi Financial Group. I have partners in the musical business. And I've got to tell you, the higher I go in the food chain, as the saying goes, the more positive that those people are and the less blame they put on other people. They own up to everything that they do, every mistake, every shortcoming. They've learned from it. They haven't blamed anyone else. They said, you know what? I wasn't thinking right. I allowed this to happen, and these are the results that came about it, so I decided to change it. I wasn't happy. You know that guy who first invented plumbing was probably tired of going to the outhouse. He wasn't blaming anyone else. He or she decided, I'm going to invent something so I can stop going to the outhouse and I'm going to stop blaming people for this reality. And I know that uh, Eleanor Roosevelt says that uh, no one can make us feel inferior without our permission, right? We're responsible. So blaming other people, never going to get you anywhere. It's kind of like uh, the excuse thing. It may work for some people, but for more Peaceful, happy, living, successful people. It's not really where we want to be. Now, in this ever-changing world, I really believe it's such a fast pace. It can often create unhappiness just, just because we don't slow down. We need to all slow down. Breathe. Look at something for a minute or two before we react to it. Oh, what is happening? <laughs> Is this what is really happening or is this what I'm feeling? Let me slow down, 
take a few notes and not act like life is an emergency. That was another great quote from Dr. Richard Carlson. Life is not an emergency. Many times when I hear my phone ring, if I'm busy, I don't go running to it because I have to get, oh my God, it's ringing. I got to stop everything I'm doing. No, life is not an emergency. Slow down. Take time to breathe, to meditate, to be relaxed, to not let so much stimuli constantly get in our way of sleep and being in a happier state of mind. Try it. Slow it down. Look at something. Hear something. Breathe. Think about it for a minute or two before you react. If you don't take time to slow down, you're going to pop like a soda bottle that's been shaken up and then, you know, the top comes off. All good things come to those who wait and patience, which is not one of my greatest uh, character traits I'm working on, does pay off. And it starts by slowing down, seeing what's going on, and taking our time to assess the situation. Make sense? I hope so. Now, another thing that in these, uh, this is a brief, quick-paced Thoughts to Live By. You can get the book on Amazon. Uh, it's I, I still believe it's being sold there. And I really believe that we have to be physical in order to be happy and successful in life. Let's face it, if you don't feel good, it's going to be hard to be very um, efficient at things that you do. And we must exercise. I don't care if you just go walk in one direction for 15 minutes, turn around and come back. If you do this on a daily basis... If you get on a program where you raise your heart rate, you use your muscles, you're going to create endorphins, raise your serotonin levels, you will feel like you're accomplishing something, you will feel much better. Most people that I've come across that are burnt out, that are stressed out, very few of those people exercise on a regular basis. We have to keep moving. Human beings were not meant to sit on a couch and watch TV for eight hours a day, or to not be active. So you have to be physical. You have to calm the mind, but you have to stress the body out through exercise so that you don't jump into depression. You know, the better shape that you're in, the better that you focus on your moods and how you react to things, it becomes easier. And it's hard to remain depressed when you're in shape you're eating well, you're sleeping, drinking lots of water, less booze, um, and, and you have to be physical. You have to exercise. Very few people can get away with being happy and successful without exercising. It's the body. It, it, if you don't take care of it, it's going to remind you in many ways that you're not going to want to remember. And we all have time for it. I usually do it first thing in the morning. Can't get it done at the end of the day. I've tried the uh, gym in the evenings and forget it. Too many people trying to get stuff done. Now, you can exercise in the evening. I now, uh, I have an exercise bike away from the gym. I live in a beautiful area where I can go walking. Fresh air. I'm close to the beach. But make no mistake, you have to exercise. Don't be in denial because if you don't exercise, your body's going to suffer, your mind is going to suffer, your business is going to suffer, and your relationships are going to suffer. Just try it. Tell me I'm wrong. Write to me or email me and say, you know, 
I decided not to exercise for six months. And you're wrong. I feel great. Not going to happen. So start off a little. You don't have to uh, join a big gym. You don't have to be an exercise fanatic. But do something. Dedicate 15 to 30 minutes each day to exercise. Now, as we're doing all these things, and the whole point of this podcast is to remind you of thoughts to live by, as we're taking care of our bodies, our minds, we then tend to think and attract what we want in our lives. Why is that? Most people that are happy and successful seem to attract and want to be with other people that are happy and successful. You attract what you think of. If you think of being a certain type of person, having a mindset, being physically active, being able to handle stress, being able to overcome objections, failures, pick yourself up from the ground and keep fighting on, and you have your goals written down, and you're living a life that's that's indestructible, with a purpose, you will start attracting other people and other things in your life. Some people say it's the universe. I think it's God giving us gifts. I give all my success, I credit God, to give me the brain, the heart, and and the, um, the attitude that I have. Believe me, folks, I've done some boneheaded things in my life. As smart as I think I am, I crack myself up with some of my uh, decisions or how I've behaved in certain situations, but I don't hold on to them. Why would I uh, focus on something that happened five years ago or 10 years ago? Remember, it's okay to be stupid in life. Just don't remain stupid. So as you, as we work on all these things, you will be amazed how you will start attracting like a vibration opportunities, people, and situations. You'll be able to handle them. Remember, keep thinking about the person you wish to become or you already are by decision. And you'll see all these shortcomings start fading away. This, again, this is a short, quick um, (laughs) capturing of some thoughts that I try and live by every day in my life to be happier and more successful. Have a clear picture of what it is that you want. Write it down. Look at it every day. Take the action to get it. Fill your mind with the desire that you have, like you already have it. Have that mindset. You will start thinking and attracting other people. Remember to be grateful. Have humor. I laugh at myself because I crack myself up with some of the bonehead stuff that I've ever done in my life. But... What often holds us back is fear, right? I mean, if we didn't have fear, I guess we'd touch hot stoves. If, if I didn't uh, have fear of being arrested, I might rob banks. I don't know. We have to have fear to stop us from doing stupid things, but we cannot have an overabundance of fear to keep us frozen and not willing to take action. Fear holds back so many people. They're afraid of failing. They're afraid that they're not ready. I know when I first started uh, my business, which has really taken off in the last few years, when I first started doing videos, radio shows, and podcasts, they were, <clears throat> they were not great. But I, I let go of the fear of not being ready or, or not being perfect because I never would have started anything. And look at me now. I still have so much to improve. However, my business and my life has grown exponentially, and I have great partners, great partners 
And I did not let fear get in the way of me achieving things that I wrote down and thought about on a daily basis. Because think about it. We fear failure, rejection, doom, health, money. The list goes on and on. I know that Mr. Carnegie wrote a great book about Stop Worrying and Start Living, where he himself stated that 80% of all fear never actually happens. Think about that in our life. I know it's true in my life. I've feared so many things that never happened, or they happened just in my mind, not in reality, not into, into my everyday life, but I feared and gave it a manifestation like it was a pot of gold. I don't know. If you have no fear whatsoever, you would do foolish, crazy things in life. And that's not the kind of life that most of my friends and listeners you know, want to enjoy. Fear can paralyze you, though, however. Remember, go, go at anything you go at in life with a purpose, with faith, determination, and leave the fear out of it because fear is just going to get in the way of your success. And failing, you need to fail. In order to succeed now I spoke earlier about slowing down as well part of slowing down also is to be quiet have you ever put 15 minutes away each day to be quiet and do nothing yeah you know, they call it meditation you don't have to think of a certain thing that you want to attract and achieve although that's a great idea it's often great to do nothing for 15 minutes clear your mind be quiet you don't always have to have music when you're driving. You have enough stimulation from people running red lights and cutting you off. So slowing down, being quiet, gives our nerves a chance to regenerate, opens up our minds, gets us feeling relaxed, positive. Think about it. When you're relaxed, can you achieve more things? Yes. Not to say that in a gym you have to you know, get into it. But in a lot of things in life, we usually handle it more by being quiet or having a quiet mind and being more relaxed. So every day we should dedicate at least 15 minutes of quietness, slowing down, doing nothing. Enjoy the air coming into our lungs. Enjoy the fact that we're free from pain and we have the ability to decide what day we're going to have and what we're going to program in our mind. Now, how we get along with others is also a strong correlation of how we get along with ourselves. I really believe this. I know that when I've had bad moments or I was in bad moods, I didn't treat others like I should have. And God knows when we've all done bad things, how did we feel when people forgave us and moved on? So that's how we need to be. One of the great things to work on for inner peace and happiness is to forgive others, forget it, move on and um my biggest hero growing up was dr martin luther king i was a young kid living in, in new york city and uh, he talked about you know his great speech free at last but he he taught about forgiving others and letting love not hatred and darkness overcome his life think about what he went through what the paths that he I don't want to get into racism and, and some of the dark chapters in our country that, I, quite frankly, when I think about them, really upset me. But he still preached love. Jesus Christ preached love. And he preached forgiving others for the things that they've done. When we forgive people, 
We're freeing ourselves. We're not holding on to things. We're letting go so that we can move on. I'm only saying this to you because too many forget that they should forgive others and move on because God knows I've done enough stupid things in my life. I've upset other people that when they forgave me, I felt unbelievable. So as we forgive others and move on, I think that's what's going to help us uh, live better, happier, more successful, and peaceful lives. Apologize when you screw up. Forgive others that have screwed up. Keep the communication. Don't be afraid. Here's the thing. Like moods, many times a lot of us can let our anger get the best of us. And it could be lack of sleep or something that happened to us in childhood that was brought up again. Or maybe we drank too much. Anger is, uh, I don't know, unless you're a, an ultimate fighter or a soldier. I, I was a, a U.S. Army veteran. It has its purpose for certain things, and we all get angry. I'm not saying you're never going to get angry, but don't hold on to being angry. Anger can take over and paralyze all the good things you'd like to achieve in life simply because you're angry. <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of times, anger can be brought upon by guilt, things that we've done that we haven't forgiven ourselves or uh, things that we've done uh, to other people along with things that we've done to ourselves. So anger and guilt, I don't know, they're kind of overrated. You need to have somewhat to keep your life balanced. If you did something terrible, you should feel guilty. You should apologize, but don't hold on to it, especially if it was years ago. Same thing with anger. Why would you hold on to anger or resentment uh, over someone or a situation that happened a long time ago? And if you can forgive yourself and get along with yourself, you can get along with others. You can accept them where they are rather than where you want them to be. Getting along with others is very important, but it, it first starts with getting along with ourselves. And so I leave you with this last thought that today is the only day that we have pretty much. We learn from our yesterdays. We plan for our tomorrows. But today is a day that you can start any new habit, any new success story that you wish. Today, today, today. Not someday. Today. Write down what you'd like to do. Today, I'd like to be in a good mood. Today, I want to feel good. Today, I'll make the phone calls that I need to do in my business. Today, I will enjoy the presence of others. I'll be happy to be alive. Today, today, today. Now, not later, not tomorrow, today. So I hope you've enjoyed some of these thoughts. I tried not to speak too fast, but I will um, invite you to uh, read some of... Uh, other authors, the great Marcus Aurelius, uh, Dr. Richard Carlson, Earl Nightingale, Tony Robbins, Wayne Dyer, Deepak Chopra, Brian Tracy, Dr. Martin Luther King, Dalai Lama, William James, Og Mandino, Joel Osteen, Norman Vincent Peale, Napoleon Hill, C. Clement Stone, Dale Carnegie, John Maxwell, the Bible and all the teachings of Jesus Christ. Now, this podcast was not perfect. I've made some grammatical errors. I'm from New York. We still don't master the English language, so please forgive me. But I hope you can get overcome uh, some of those shortcomings and listen to some of the messages and thoughts and ideas that I want to plant in your head. 
If we all believed in that, if we looked outside of ourselves and we took responsibility for our moods and our actions to others and we we decide to be happy, we decide to forgive others, we decide to feed our mind with great authors, um, great philosophers from the past instead of watching so much television or be caught up on social media, it'll be easier to share these thoughts. So I hope you have a great day. Uh, this concludes this podcast. And uh, I do have a channel, Denny Artachi Show on uh, YouTube. You can email me at dennyartachi at gmail.com. If you're uh, in need of financial services, I have Artachi Financial Group. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. And I'm hoping that you enjoyed this particular podcast, Thoughts to Live By. And I hope you make today and every day as best as you can, not only for yourself, but for your friends and your family and the rest of the world we have. Take care and thanks for listening.